Hi, everybody. Dave Winder here with the Racer Report podcast presented by the Hophound Brew Pub. This is one of the official podcasts of the Athletics Department at Murray State University. And you need to check us out. GoRacers.com, Racers Podcast Central. That's the home of the Racer Report, Racer Report Live, and Running with the Racers podcast where we have interviewed more than 60 Murray State Hall of Famers. And outside of GoRacers.com, the two places that I look for it the the most is iTunes and Spotify, but you can uh, find it some other places too. And of course, if you could give us a five-star review, I'd love it if you did that. You can contact me if you need to. The email is dwinder at murraystate.edu. And I'm RacerDave23 on Twitter. So the race report is all about news of the week with Murray State Athletics. Sometimes that's something that suddenly happens or it's a singular event or occurrence, but you're always going to get what's going on with the racers for the week whenever you tune into the Racer Report uh, podcast. Now today, uh, one of those is recapping senior night for Murray State men's basketball as they honored seniors Quincy Anderson, Rob Perry, and Sean Walker. But first, let me tell you about the Hophound Brew Pub, the presenting sponsor of the Racer Report. And they also sponsor the Racer Report Live. We're there every Monday at the Hophound. You can come on down, be part of our live audience as we record the program, have some great lunch at the Hophound. And then our show airs on Monday nights at 6 o'clock on Froggy 103.7 FM. And it gets posted right here on Racers Podcast Central. Of course, my broadcast partner is the basketball voice of the Murray State Racers, Jeff Bidwell. And uh, he and I just kind of tag team that uh, during football and basketball. And we've only got a couple more shows to go as we, we go this coming Monday prior to Arch Madness, the men's basketball tournament in the Missouri Valley Conference. And then the following week is Hoops in the Heartland, the women's basketball championship in Moline, Illinois. So we just want to thank the Hophound Brew Pub. Thanks for a great race restaurant that they have. And we thank them for their presentation of this racer report. The Murray State Racers held men's basketball senior day activities Wednesday when Quincy Anderson, Rob Perry, and Sean Walker Jr. were honored during the pregame on the court with their families. And also a couple of managers uh, as well, Blake Dottillo and Logan Dick, as they are graduating as well. This was all prior to the final home game of the 23-24 season. And the racers found themselves on the wrong side of an 83-61 final to the Belmont Bruins as the racers uh, finish up uh, at home 8-8 eight and eight on the season. They fall into 12 and 18 overall, 9 and 10 in the Missouri Valley Conference. We'll get into more about seeding for next week's uh, State Farm Arch Madness. But for now, we got some comments from Anderson, Perry, and Walker, and we'll do those in that order after their final home game. It was a touching moment after the game, and it wasn't easy to do, folks. Uh, you, you get beat like that, you just wanted to you know, get get the heck out of the gym and, and go home and uh, kind of get it off your mind. But these guys stayed. We had a lot of fans stayed as well, and that was nice. And here's what those guys had to say after the game, Anderson, Perry, and Walker. Uh, if you all watched the video close enough, there's a picture of me and my dad when I was probably about five years old. And uh, me and him have um, the best relationship I could ask for. I'm fortunate to have two parents that love me and care for me enough to drive nine hours um, almost every home game. So you guys got to give it up for my parents. The last thing I want to say, and this is from the bottom of my heart, on behalf of me and my teammates and my coaching staff, 
Um, none of this would ever in a million years be possible without each and every one of you guys. Um, you guys are the, the engine that keeps us moving forward. Um, you guys deserve the world, uh, especially for being here for us um, in Murray, Kentucky. And it's like, again, it's, it's, it's a home for me, and I can't wait to come back here. So thank you guys once again. I appreciate y'all. Man, I'm just appreciative for every opportunity I got to spend in here, uh, everybody I got to meet, whether it's kids, adults. Um, man, I'm just grateful. Um, I really just want to thank my mom sitting over there. Uh, she just always been my backbone. Always been somebody supporting me. She was there through it all, uh, even yelling at me, you know, making layups as a kid, still to this day. Uh, man, I just want to thank my family for everything, and uh, I enjoy my time here, man. I really appreciate y'all for everything. I always remember y'all, and thank you, Race Nation. Uh, I just want to thank everybody. Thank everybody for your support. I want to thank my family, my dad. Uh, All the time we spent in the gym over the years. And my, my stepfather, too, all the time in the weight room. My granddad for not missing anything. My mom for making sure I was good in every way. But I want to thank my teammates for making this year special for me. But thank y'all. And I'll tell you this. It's a special thing to have worn the blue and gold. And even if you didn't play here, if you worked here, if you were a coach, staff person, whatever, it means something to have been here. But for our student athletes, it really means a lot, especially when you get further down uh, years later in your life. It means something to have competed for the Murray State Racers. We hear our Hall of Famers say that all the time. But it's not just Hall of Famers. It's anybody who's been on a team at Murray State. And me personally, I've carried that uh, significant period in my life, and I was here from 1983 to 87, playing baseball for Coach Johnny Reagan, and all these years, decades, and I guess it's pushing 40 years since my last game, but I do remember that last game. It was at the OVC tournament in Richmond at Eastern Kentucky, and my final game was against Akron, May 9th, 1987, at EKU's field. When that game was over, I had the back seat of the bus. You know, the seniors always sit in the back, and I had the back seat. And I went back there and just cried my eyes out, and I'll never forget that. Uh, that's what happens when it means something. And you speak to our current student-athletes on all of our 15 teams, and they'll tell you the same thing. It means a lot uh, to play right now for Murray State, but then once you pass into uh, the the area of being an alumni of the team that you played for, it also means a lot as well. As for the game, I'm not going to lie. That was a rough night for the racers, especially coming home. But we carry on. Still got one more game left in the regular season, and that's at Terre Haute on Sunday, 2 o'clock Central Time start against the Indiana State Sycamores. And by Sunday evening, we're going to have the 12-team bracket for next week's State Farm Arch Madness in St. Louis. And it looks like right now the racers are going to either be an eighth seed or a ninth seed. That's not what they wanted a couple of weeks ago when they still had a chance at a top five seed at least. But that puts them into that first Missouri Valley tournament game, first game of the event next Thursday, 12.07 tip at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis. And it looks like one of their likely opponents is going to be Illinois State, the team they've lost two really close games to during this season. 
Now moving on to the Racers women's basketball team, also coming down the stretch with a lot on the line in their final two weeks and four games of the season. Friday and Sunday, the Racers play their final home games, Friday night, 6 o'clock against Evansville, Sunday at 2 o'clock against Indiana State on Senior Day. And we'll catch up with Rochelle Turner seniors early next week on the Racer Report podcast. But for now, the ones that are going to be honored on Sunday is Case and Connor, Charlie Settle, Lucia Aperto, Caitlin Young, Hannah McKay, and Bria Sanders-Woods. It's a big week of games for the racers as head coach Rochelle Turner mentioned this week on the Racer Report Live. These next four games are huge, uh, not only for standings, not only for where we're going to be you know, when we get to Moline, but way from way back in the day when I played here, Murray State women's basketball has not had a, an enormous amount of 20-win season. But we have an opportunity to do that this year, and that's huge, and that's huge for this program. So these next four games could get us to that mark. It could also hope mean that we're playing our best basketball going to Moline. After hosting Evansville and Indiana State, the Racers play the final week of the season on the road, March 7th at Illinois State and March 9th at Bradley. So with four games remaining in the regular season, it's tough to predict right now what seed the Racers might have at Hoops in the Heartland. But right now they're 9-7. and seven. Tied for sixth place with UIC. They are one game behind fifth place Northern Iowa and two games behind fourth place Illinois State. So they're getting ready to play Illinois State, which they could sweep the season series. They beat them at home already. So we'll have to see how that goes. They also can sweep the series with Bradley because they already beat them at home as well. Now the Missouri Valley Women's Basketball Tournament, Hoops in the Heartland, runs March 14th through the 17th in Moline, Illinois at Vibrant Arena at the mark. The Murray State women's track and field team ended the Missouri Valley Conference Indoor Championships in second place at Gately Park in Chicago on Monday. The team finished just eight points behind the indoor champion Indiana State. Now the racers saw 10 podium finishes including five event wins. And the top performers included Kayla Bell. She won the 400 meters. Faith Bostic won the 60-meter run and was second in the 200. Megan Fletcher won the high jump. She was second in the pentathlon. Shelby Melvin was third in the 400. Jenna Pauley was the champion of the long jump. Brooke Probst was second in the high jump. Alyssa Williams was third in the 60-meter run. And Kayla Bell, Simone Joseph, Shelby Melvin, and Anouk Krause-Jentz were first in the 4-by-400-meter relay. And that was a big win uh, for Murray State. So after a big break uh, coming out of the indoor season, the outdoor season begins right here in Murray for Coach Adam Kiesler and his team. It's going to be the Margaret Simmons Invitational at Murray State's Roy Stewart Stadium as we honor Murray State and OVC Hall of Famer Coach Simmons, who launched the Murray State women's track and field team in 1968 and the cross-country team in 1971. She coached the racers for 23 years, still lives in Murray, and you'll probably see her at the event uh, on uh, March, uh, what would, what do we say, uh, March 14th, I think it is, when we, we have that. But you'll probably see Margaret out there. Um, she won uh, eight OVC championships. She was coach of the year six times, so great to honor Coach Simmons. Murray State women's golf. They played in South Carolina at Charleston at the Rivertown Country Club. Uh, the only Missouri Valley team in that event, Patty Patterson and Eliza May Coe, shared top honors for the racers with a spot in 31st place. The Murray State men played at English Turn in New Orleans. That was a PGA Tour stop 
um, all through the 90s uh, and into the 2000s. Murray State placed seventh, so they played well. And Jay Nimmo was 13th place as the top racer. Murray State Baseball took the series at Louisiana Monroe last weekend. And then they won their midweek game, 5-2 against North Alabama. That was on Tuesday. Ethan Lyke, a lefty, set down the first 13 that he faced to get the win. So the racers are 6-2 as they head into the weekend, going into SEC country to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks Friday, 3 o'clock in Fayetteville. And the Murray State softball team, they hosted the Coach Velvet Milkman Tournament. Uh, speaking of one of our legendary coaches, they went 4-1 and one during the weekend. Jenna Weber, the ace of the Murray State staff, she went seven innings and uh, one, I guess it was against Toledo, and then she had five shutout innings against Western Illinois. And then we saw Rayleigh Roby and Bree Hayslip combined for a five-hit shutout to beat uh, Indiana University, Purdue University at Indianapolis. So this weekend, the racers are playing the Purple and Gold Challenge in Nashville at Lipscomb this weekend. They'll play Georgetown a couple of times and then play Lipscomb as well. And the Murray State uh, women's tennis team, 6-1, and one, and they're going to host North Alabama for their first match at Purcell Courts Friday, March the 1st. Let's hope there's great weather. They will also be at home at Purcell Courts on March 10th against Jacksonville State. And good luck to Allison Henry and Matias Kuru. They have qualified for the NCAA Rifle Championships. That's also next week, March 8th through the 9th in Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, Henry is uh, qualified, and Kuru is an alternate. But if things happen, he could also get his name called and be able to compete. And with spring workouts beginning Friday for Murray State football and new head coach Jody Wright, inviting everybody to come on out Friday night. I'm going to be out there. Uh, They're going to begin at 5 o'clock. I want to see what the team looks like and uh, meet some of the Murray State assistant coaches as well. And then they're going to have spring workouts all through the month of March and have the annual spring game on March the 28th. And as I record this racer report today, we are 184 days from Jody Wright's first game as Murray State head football coach when the racers take on the Missouri Tigers in Columbia August 31st. And then coming soon, you need to put these dates down on your calendar. Football season ticket renewals begin March the 11th. That's next week. And the new season tickets will go on sale on April the 1st. And to get a closer look at the 2024 football season for the racers, visit GoRacers.com. And as I've been telling you, the fall is the 100th season of Murray State football history. And we're going to celebrate that in coming racer reports uh, for sure. And before we leave today, I wanted to just share something with you and pull back the curtain to Murray State Athletics a little bit. Uh, I wanted to tell you about one of our most recent uh, full athletic staff meetings that we had on Tuesday this week with the leadership of our athletics director, Nick Yanko. We meet once a month, coaches, staff, everybody gets together. We got coffee and donuts, and um, we hear from our various departments uh, in our athletics department. Some of it involves compliance and the business office and student athlete services and such. And we always have a guest speaker that comes in. And I felt compelled to include some of what Aaron Carrico shared with us on Tuesday. Now, Aaron is the executive director of the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau. 
And Erin, I've known her for a long time. She's the wife of a good friend of mine, Ed Marlowe, who is a radio guy, WKDZ in Katie's Kentucky. But Erin shared with our athletics group some of the items and trends that she's seeing as to how Murray State Athletics uh, is bringing people to our city and how the racers joining the Missouri Valley Conference going on two years ago and then, of course, playing in the Missouri Valley Football Conference for the first time last fall has a part in tourism. So as we moved to the, the Valley over the past couple of years, she said that Murray, Kentucky saw a 15% increase in unique visitors from 2022 to 23, and she was very happy with that. Also very happy that the average stay for a visitor uh, in 2023 was 2.2 days. So people are coming, a lot of times coming in for a football game, and they're staying a little bit longer. Uh, the visitors that were coming to town to do something at Murray State increased 7% from 2022 to 23. During that time, a little more than 75% of the visitors that came in to Murray were outside of the Commonwealth of Kentucky, I meaning they did not live in the state. So that's really cool. And I had a chance to talk with Erin after our meeting, and she just commented on Murray State Athletics and how it involves tourism to Murray, Kentucky. There's a huge tourism pie, right? So we have leisure visitors, business visitors, industry, and then there's a huge piece that goes to athletics, which is the perk of being in a university town, and they take up a huge piece of that pie. What's interesting is the pendulum swings seasonally. So right now, we're getting ready to ramp up for spring sports, which brings in a different set of tourism. We'll slow off in the summer, and then it just booms in the fall with all of the fall sports once. Let's talk about football. That, that, that's a whole unique thing, and you've you've noticed after one season of football in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, there's a lot of people coming into Murray when there's a home football game. There are. So those MVC schools come from farther away, requiring more nights of travel, which means they're in our community longer. And it's interesting, like little things have happened. They take up an entire hotel. So often they have to stay up at the lake because they, they just take up an entire hotel. There's not enough space for them. But on the flip side of that, what's great is because they stay longer, they spend more money, they can't fit in a restaurant. So our catering companies are thrilled because they're having so many more opportunities to work and to work with those partners. And thanks to Aaron Carrico for coming to speak to us at Murray State Athletics. And you are updated. The Racer Report podcast is a production of the Athletics Department at Murray State University and proudly presented by the Hop Hound Brew Pub. This is Dave Winder, and hey, go Racers!